this is Lori Jean in the kitchen, and I'm here back again with you today. It's been a while for me. I feel like I've been a bit on hiatus with the holidays. I did all my shows a bit earlier, lined them up so I could take a little time off. And right now I'm having a cup of tea before I make some turkey meatballs with you. I think you'll like this show. There's a lot of healing benefits um, within spices that we use in general. But for bread, as I've been very open to, I feel that homemade bread, and if you can get a really good artesian bread, which I feel is the best because we're going to make homemade breadcrumbs today, without any chemicals and all natural, and it can be a bit of a struggle to find, but if you go to the whole food stores or the stores that you know are going to have a bit more whole food or holistic type of food, it's a bit easier to find and even cheaper. That is something that really helps me with my body, I find. I feel it strengthens me. I feel so different. And when I have digestion problems, when I'm eating bread that I've made myself, I can feel the difference in my body. Whatever the reasoning is for that, honestly, I don't know, but I wanted to share that with you. And the only breadcrumbs I've found are panko that don't have all kinds of chemicals in it in the store. So that's another reason why I make breadcrumbs. And if you want to get a good Italian meatball, even though I'm using ground turkey instead of ground beef or pork, or both, ground beef and pork, you get that bread substance like the, uh, the Italians, the real Italian Jews. So before I get into the ingredients with you for the turkey meatballs, I'm having a sweet and spicy green tea. And another thing I found when I bought it can handle it is to hit myself up with just a little bit of spice and that seems to revive me sometimes. I know when I was taking school a whole lot I was big on the turmeric and so I'm having a little bit of that right now and um, also black pepper is a really good antioxidant. Mmm, this tea is good. This one has, um, what are the flavors in this particular one? Cinnamon, rosehip, lemongrass, Grapefruit, pineapple, mango. I'm tasting the mango. Ginger root. Oh, we, ginger's wonderful. Ginger gives me a great pop. I can't say enough about ginger. So let's get to the list of ingredients. I've gone over a little bit. Let's go into the spices since I've talked about the healing benefits. Oregano, parsley, black pepper, and thyme is what I'm going to put into the meatball mixture. All of these have their own healing benefits. I didn't go online and search. I know for a fact parsley, oregano, and black pepper, I've searched online. They have healing benefits. I forget what thyme has. But when you cook with herbs and spices, you would be surprised what you're doing for your body. So you want to get out some olive oil, some salt, some pepper. I've got a little thyme left. I always use thyme with my meat mixtures. Parsley. I think parsley is good not only for a dressing after you cook, but it has a wonderful flavor that adds to cooking. So what do I have here? Let's see, black pepper, oh, and oregano, yes, let me get that out. And I have a few pieces of broken up bread. I made some bread, homemade bread, artesian style. It looks more like a loaf the way I baked it, but um, it's, it's pretty stale and hard. It's been sitting there. I've been throwing it in and out of the oven when I have the moment to make it crisp enough to rip up into breadcrumbs. I have some tomato sauce 
that is from Italy. It's all natural. I have that leftover in the freezer. I'm going to use that. And I have a pound of turkey breast. And it uh, looks like the lighter, the lighter cut. Yep, turkey breast meat. This has rosemary flavoring in it. Yum. And I'm only going to use half of it. So you're going to double your recipe. You need an egg, so for a whole pound, you're going to use two eggs. I'm going to do half because I don't want that many meatballs in the freezer when I'm done. I only eat so many. And I'm going to make some tacos with the other half. So I happen to come across some blue corn taco shells that are organic. And where I don't know how to make my own Mexican seasonings for my Mexican food, I actually have been able to find seasonings in the store that are all natural. So I thought that was pretty neat. So let's get in a mixing bowl to start. I'm going to open up my turkey and I'm cutting mine in half. You don't have to cut yours in half. And I'm scooping it out and putting it in the bowl. And the other half, mine, if you're doing the same as I'm doing here, I'm going <clears> to <throat> cover it up and put it in the fridge. So give me that moment. I very rarely use a whole pound of something when it's something ground. And I don't like too much of the same thing. Okay, I'm going to break the egg into the ground turkey mixture. I'm going to add my seasonings. I never measure, so I'll give you kind of a Example amount. I'm probably putting about a quarter of a teaspoon, an eighth of a teaspoon of thyme. I'm going to sprinkle some oregano in here. One, two, three, four, five sprinkles. Parsley, I'm sprinkling some in there. I put about ten of those. I kind of count them as heavy as, you know, a light breadcrumb. Putting some pepper. One, two, three. Sea salt. Whoop. I don't want my sea salt sticks. I've got the fine stuff to it. Okay. I don't know. I probably put about a quarter, of a quarter of a teaspoon of that. Okay. I'm going to put just a touch of olive oil just to give it a little moisture. Oh, I've got a couple of um, ingredients to, to tell you. Um, I usually put just a dab of milk and I'm going to chop up just a little bit of onion to go in here too. left over from some soup I made and I've been wanting to mention to you that the soup, that homemade soup that I pushed so much, col the collagen in the animal's bones helps my joints and bones tremendously. So I know a lot of you have pain in your joints and your bone area and this is huge. I actually have been making soup and putting it in very small single serving, maybe like a, a three quarters of a cup or something. I'd say a cup, about a cup of soup and single serving containers and putting it in the freezer afterwards. And I got so much broth out of the last batch that I didn't even add noodles or anything. I used my homemade bread to dip in it and it gave me more of the broth. It wasn't all absorbed by the noodles. So, so it really helps me. I miss it. And also I lose my hair because I have Hashimoto's and sometimes I'll not have a comb the right way and I'll be walking around and look at myself in a mirror when I'm out and just, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't fix my hair, you know. And I can't, you know, always find 
certain pills that I like to take that help me. And it didn't really seem like the collagen pills were doing a whole lot, but this soup is wonderful because collagen apparently is good for your hair growth too. So I don't have those problems as much now. It would be just on the front, you know, just this little space, like, not like where your, your hairline starts, but further back. It's like, ah. So I'm chopping up a little onion, excuse me. <laughs> Probably about two tablespoons. That's good. I just want a little bit of flavor. I have white onion. I mean, use what you have. Just to give it a little flavor. If you got some basil, chop up some basil, throw it in there, your fresh basil. Um... I'm using what I have in here, so I mean, when people usually like to follow exactly what I'm using to get the same taste. So. Alright, if you're doing, you know, a whole pound, of course, do about six tablespoons of onion. So let's do this thing here. Okay, this is done. It's, I'm not chopping it real small. You might have all those little choppers that chop it for you. but Okay, and I'm throwing that in there. Okay, now I think my bread is hard enough. And if you have to put yours, like, in a toaster or put it in the oven for, you know, at 400 for 10 minutes, go ahead and do that. Pause me. Okay, I'm taking my bread out. Even when I, even when I make, like, not one of my favorite loaves, I can always do something with the bread. If I'm not making breadcrumbs with it, I make my garlic sticks. I think I've, I call them hummus sticks. <laughs> It's kind of garlic sticks. I, I put like an herb and garlic seasoning on it with a bit of olive oil and I bake those at 400 for 10 minutes and um, those come out pretty good. Those are good soup salad, all kinds of things. So I don't like to throw anything out. So my bread is just perfect. I mean, it's, it's coming out in pieces so easy to me. It's not really hard, once again. I mean, you if you want your breadcrumbs hard, to toast them and scrunch them up. Get them as small as you can. The crusts are the hard part to get small, but I use everything. And, um, you know, do that. Do what makes you feel comfortable. But I do love that, biting into that little bit of a soft, bready flavor that the uh, true Italians make, how they make their sauce. I lived with a couple Italian families in New York. And, boy, let me tell you, the best sauce I had was with this woman, that, um, with this family I stayed with. And, um, oh, I never tasted sauce like that. I mean, I could... I, she had the chunks of bread, and I looked at her like, oops, and no, no, she says, it's supposed to be like that, and I'm like, wow, and she was so happy to have taught me something, and so I have to thank her for that. You learn something everywhere. So I'm just pulling off these pieces. My bread, my bread slices are pretty thick that I saved. I'm actually grateful I can use this, because I was worrying what I was going to use it for. I bake so many loaves of bread to try to get it to the place I want it to be, and I found the place finally last night that I really love. It, it's an artesian-looking loaf, and it's like it looks like a mini loaf, but it bakes well in my toaster oven, and it's not too much for me throughout the week to try to eat it. The others, I was baking the the loaves too large, and they weren't cooking well for me. And then on top of it, it was too much for me for the week. So, so I'm probably using. A couple of slices, a couple of chunky slices of bread. I would say if I had to give you an estimation, you want to make sure you get at least a cup of your breadcrumbs in there. And what's going to give it the flavor is the thyme and the onion. 
And you can put all kinds of things in there, too. A lot of people put all kinds of things. Sometimes I'll put in cheese. Um, I think tomatoes is... Not tomatoes. Uh, well, yeah, tomatoes. That's a good example. Tomatoes and mushroom are too heavy to put inside a meatball. I do have leftover mushrooms I took out that I'm going to throw in my sauce. So if you have, like, leftover t chunks of tomato you want to use as a sauce, go for it. Or you want to throw that in your sauce, you might want to think about... You know, getting your getting your sauce ideas there. Also, what pasta you're going to want to use. I'm just about done. Good, I got two nice pieces of my bread that I wasn't using out of the way. I'll probably put the rest in the freezer for more breadcrumbs. Okay, so. Let's let that go here. Now I'm going to mix it all together with the fork I have. I gotta put my dollop of milk in here. Let me just get it to a consist. Oh, it smells so good. To a consistency where it's got some form to it. Oh, I'm not kidding you. It smells so good. Between the homemade bread and I really suggest homemade bread for your breadcrumbs and um, the thigh. Oh. some skim milk. I mean like a really a tablespoon is all I put. Use whatever milk you have. That's fine. And now it's it's gonna hold together better when I go to scrunch it. You'll know if you have enough breadcrumbs too. Oh yeah if you're using a whole pound I put a couple cups of breadcrumbs. You'll know because when you go to scrunch it together it won't hold on. This does look a little bit I don't think I quite put the whole full cup so I'm gonna put a little bit more breadcrumb it's not going to hold together well enough. But boy, I'm telling you, it smells off the wall. If yours is fine, you want to get your skillet out. Make sure you have a cover. We're going to brown these babies in some olive oil in just a few minutes. Okay, I need another sip of my tea. This stuff tastes so good. Woke me up a little bit too. I believe there's a little caffeine in this. Didn't say decaffeinated, so I had to guess, you know. Obviously, if it doesn't say decaffeinated, that means there's caffeine in it. But I was looking for those little bars to tell me how much, and I couldn't find that. So I'm like, alright, well. I can only have a little bit sometimes, because then it kind of rushes me with my fatigue I get from my Hashimoto's. I have to actually be really more careful now, since my brain is functioning at such a high level. After suffering head trauma, I um, I get those rushes. Just like I'm not against sugar, but I got to be careful how much sugar I eat because then I get the the highs and the lows of the sugar. So I'm constantly trying to substitute with maple syrups and honeys, and which has been working out pretty good. Okay, so I got the last piece in there. Now I'm gonna swish it around again and let's see what we got here. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah, I don't want to put any more because it would be too dry. Oh, I can't get over it. I was a little worried because I'm not putting any cheese in it. But the smell, how flavorful it is, because of the ingredients I'm using, it just took over. Okay, so I'm going to turn my burner on. I'll turn it up to about three and a half. Drizzle it with some olive oil. There we go. Just some drizzle here. I get my plastic spatula for my ceramic pan. 
spoke to you guys before and said I used regular. Um, this is extra virgin. Okay, I'm going to actually start making the meatballs with my hands. So I'm digging in there and just squishing. I can feel the onions in between my fingers. It won't seem really... Some of you might think, oh, this is too moist. You can feel it's going to hold, but you're going to feel a lot of moisture, so don't worry about that. Ground turkey is going to bring a lot of moisture. I'm going to start rolling them in the pan. I'm doing about... Jeez, how do I tell you how's um, Looks like about an inch and a half by an inch and a half. Pretty good size. Probably have three of those on your plate and be happy. Alright. These are looking so good. I've been looking forward to turkey meatballs. But I wanted something different too, so this is definitely quite a few out of here. Even this half a pound, I've already got about two, maybe, almost three servings. So you've got a three-person family. This is perfect for you. spices throwing them in there. Alright, so one, two, three, four, five. I've got six. So now I've got seven going in. I've got eight meatballs out of that. Actually I made this one a little extra big. Squat that off there that way I can finish this one. <laughs> fair is fair, this meatball is looking lonely. Okay. Got them in there. Wash my hands. Okay, I'm going to turn the meatballs up to four and I'm going to cover them. They're already starting to brown. I'm going to start to get out my pasta and fill my pot with water. I just have a small pot, so mine is probably one and a half, two quart. I'm going to be getting a four quart in soon, but I don't need to make a lot now, so... Get the size you need for the amount of pasta you're going to cook for the number of people. Okay, I'm just going to make one serving right now. I'm just putting in a little dab of olive oil. And now the sauce is going to cook for probably, I'm going to let it go for a good 30 minutes on low, but I like to have my, my pan ready to throw the pasta in. Okay, now everything's ready to go, so we've got that ready. Okay, so once these meatballs are browned, I'm going to throw in the sauce and a little bit more spices, a little more oregano, salt, and pepper. And then I'm going to let that sauce, a little more salt and pepper, and then I'm going to let that sauce cook up about a half hour, simmer and bubble a little bit there. So let's get these browned. I'm putting it up another half, a notch, four and a half. So get them brown and get this other sauce in there. The sauce I have, because it's left over, it's probably about a cup of sauce. And, um, I mean, if all you have is a little bit of 
sauce that's good for you left, or just a few tomatoes, you know, mix in olive oil. It's better to have less sauce and better sauce, so don't just use whatever you have in the cabinet that is not good for you. So I'd rather have, you know, a couple tablespoons of sauce with my meatballs over my, you know, I don't take a whole lot of pasta. And uh, usually I'll have a, um, a block of Parmesan or Romano, and I'll grate that over that. You can even put a little bit of oregano with that, with your pasta and your meatballs. And that satisfies me wonderfully because you have a bunch of really good flavors mixed in versus just trying to make up for something that looks like you need a whole lot of. So don't worry about having a lot of everything. A lot of the sauce, put it that way. Okay, the browning. Oh my gosh, they look so good. I'm going to pause this because I'm going to actually share this with Instagram. So let me pause this and come back to you. Okay, the meatballs are browned up nicely. I'm going to turn them. They've got this nice dark brown on the other side that's coming up to the top. Then you're going to do the other side underneath now. You can see the brown kind of crisping on the outside so you know to turn them. Oh, heavenly, heavenly, heavenly. Really good. Okay. So I'm going to brown those. Water too. Drink a lot of water. That's really good for you. That helps me out a lot too. That helps my digestive system a lot as well. I have one of those containers with a filter in it in my fridge and I use that. When I have a headache too, when I'm feeling kind of foggy, I'll drink water and boom, I can feel the hydration. You know, that's what I needed. I seem to need more than other people. I don't know what that means, if that has to do with my injuries or not, but boy, it makes a difference. Okay. Time to add the sauce. So I'm going to add my sauce to sprinkle it on top of it. Oh, I'm going to turn this burner down. <laughs> sprinkle the sauce right over the meatballs. Make sure you're getting the meatballs moistened so when it's cooking, it's going to moisten those meatballs over the center. So you want to make sure you do that. I'm actually going to put a dab of water. My sauce is a little thick. Just shake it around as the container came in. Cardboard container. Oops, did I give away which one I bought? It'll actually add to the sauce because this sauce is all it is is tomatoes and um, it actually can get really thick, so especially if I'm cooking it for a while. Okay, so my sauce is in there. You put yours in what you have. And now I'm gonna. <clears throat> oh, my mushrooms too. I have mushrooms. Throwing those in. There's actually a little juice of the mushroom. I'll let that go too. Alright, so I got that in there. I'm going to add some more oregano so that way the sauce is spiced up and not just the meatballs. I'm putting quite a bit, at least half a teaspoon. I put a whole teaspoon actually. Definitely a whole teaspoon for a pound. Putting on quite a bit of parsley again. Salt and pepper to taste. I put my seasonings on to taste, so <laughs> but I'm trying to give you some kind of idea here. All right, now I'm going to stir it around just a little bit. 
I mean, I've got such a pretty picture of the mushrooms coated with the seasonings. It looks nice. So I'm going to let the seasoning sit on top of the meatballs while this simmers here. Okay, so it's important to turn it down low enough. I have it on one notch above low. And I have it covered. I have like two, one little air hole with my cover. So if it starts to bubble too high, actually I'm going to leave it on two till it starts to actually bubble. Because I hate when you put it down too low and then you have to wait for it to get up high again. Okay, it's already starting to bubble at two. So when it gets too high, I'll turn it down one notch and go by there. Sometimes my burner actually low can cook really high. Those big round burners will cook higher than what I want, not on high, but when I want a nice simmer, it seems like it's hard to find. But I got a nice bubble going now, so I'm not going to worry. I'm going to stay with you until I get it to a bubble that I'm happy with. Yeah, it's still good at two. I know eventually I'm going to turn it down, though. I'm going to let it simmer once I get it to where I want it. <laughs> and don't let it bubble too high from your end. For 20 minutes. And I'm going to keep it simmering after 20 minutes, but I'm going to start on the pasta. So I'm going to pause this, put your timer in 20 minutes, and I'll come back. Okay, I'm coming back because I'm turning over my meatballs and stirring them around. It's only been a few minutes since I left two, maybe going on ten, but I'm turning them over and stirring the sauce around. So please do that. I had to turn down my temperature again too, so keep an eye, make sure it's only simmering. You want the meatballs nice and tender. Okay, covering them again. I'll be back. Oh, we're nearing the end here where we're going to start the pasta. I am going to stir the meatballs again. There's about five more minutes left before I start the pasta, so I put my 20 minute timer on, so it's going by 15 minutes. I'm back with you and turning the meatballs again. I don't know if I mentioned the mushrooms were fresh and I had cooked them because I didn't want them to go bad and I put them in the freezer. I had a whole box of them. So when I took them out last night to defrost for today, they had that juice in the container, the plastic container that I had them in. And that's why there was juice in there because I had already cooked them. I had the meatballs all turned. I'm taking some of the sauce that's been cooking and Putting it on top of the meatballs to bring moisture to them. I'm going to cover them up again. They're cooking nice. Very nice. Everything looks yummy. Okay, I think it's close enough to start the water for the pasta. Mm. The sauce is really good. Okay, so I already had my pot already. I'm sure you did too. I'm turning my pot on high. And I'm figuring out what pasta I want to have. I've got some wheat pasta. I don't want macaroni. I'm going to I have a box of wheat pasta. I don't know if I used it up or not. Hmm. Nope. I'm going to go with a regular, good old-fashioned, lighter pasta. <laughs> what do they call it? They just call it a regular spaghetti. 100% durum wheat. 
imported. Yay, we love imports. Okay, so I'm going to open this up. I'm not going to have a whole lot because it's just for me right now. Oh, I'm so happy. This is going to be so good with my homemade bread. I'm going to dip that in the sauce a little bit. <clears throat> so, waiting for the water to boil. Okay, so my water's boiling. I'm adding in my one serving of pasta for myself. I'm stir that around. Looks great. I'm going to turn it down just a little bit. Cook that for about six or seven minutes. Actually, I'll probably go as long as eight minutes on the uh, pasta, my pasta. I like my pasta al dente, but I'm going to go a little bit longer today. <laughs> yeah, the sauce is just about nearing the end of needing to be cooked. My bubbling is nice and low here. I'm going to get up my plate. I'm turning the meatballs one more time here. They're nice and tender. I can feel them. Okay. Stir around the sauce again. I have my serving spoon here. I'm going to scoop up some of the sauce and use that this time. I was using my plastic spatula. To take the mushrooms and sauce and scoop it on top of the meatballs. Well, the last few minutes are coming along here. I'm going to turn off my sauce now. It's roughly probably a couple minutes before 30 minutes. So I cheated a little bit, but my stove cooks a hair higher been a simmer at times, so I'm going to let the rest of the heat cook these up. I only have about three or four minutes on my pasta. Okay, my pasta's done. I'm going to drain my pasta. Let it sit in my little colander in the PM a little bit, so some of the moisture can come out of it. It doesn't make my sauce all runny. Keep your olive oil and your parsley out because we're going to dress up this dish just a little bit. Yeah, the trick is to make sure your pasta not only is not too mushy, but you've gotten enough water out of it because then it can really ruin the ruin the sauce, make your plate look all runny with water. So I'm putting these nice thick spaghetti pieces that aren't overcooked in the center of my plate. They're very tangible. I love that. And I'm going to throw on my meatballs. I'm going to just scoop up a couple. Actually, I love how these two with the mushrooms are sitting so nicely staring at me. So I got this one. Oh, yeah. I mean, these look really good. They do. So good. And I'm going to post a picture of this at my blog. I usually always have pictures, if not at the show, at my blog of the food that I make. I mean, I always have it at the show. Very rarely do I not have it at the show. 
Okay, I'm going to put a little pasta flakes on the top. I put just like a couple tablespoons of sauce on the pasta. Oh, it looks so pretty with the parsley. I was going to drizzle. I'm just still going to do it. It's not going to make the pitch look as nice, but just a little, about half a teaspoon of olive oil just to give a little more moisture to the dish. Just a little bit on the pasta, a couple drops on the meatballs. Gives it that nice sheen shine. Okay, we're ready to eat. Bon appetit. Until next time, Laura Jean in the kitchen, dot blogspot.com.